your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome to the Voice America Sports Network. You listen live 9 a.m. on a Pacific Standard Time, 12 noon. Back home in Virginia where Coach B is. Coach B, what's up? What's up, baby boy? How you doing, man? man? I'm good, man. This is Quam Live Sports Talk, always with Coach B. Always. Um, Man, I'm I'm good, man. I'm tired, man. I worked out this morning, and I didn't go to the gym. Let me say that. I got my run on this morning. I ran about three and a half down to GW Parkway to the beautiful uh, sun come up. Well, someone's already up when I started running. No, I ain't do I ain't do no outside stuff. My workout was different. I did my stuff in the house. But look, um, I hope you got some energy, man. Cause I'm just getting in. I'm just getting in town. I um, whew, had a long. I keep energy. I had a long. Well, keep that. I need it. We gonna need it. <laughs> we gonna need it. But I had a long weekend, man. It was it was great. I went back to Virginia on Wednesday. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. We, we had a tailgate party for Coach Tomlin, Mike Tomlin, Pittsburgh Steelers head coach. And it was great because okay. we, we do a camp every year home, back home, and, and uh, you know that. I called right. you, but you has already, you already had your drink on already. So Oh, yeah. You hit me Friday night about 11 o'clock. I'm already I'm downtown D.C. I'm in Georgetown on the water waterfront down there at uh, Nick's uh, and um, what's the other place, man? I forgot the name of it. It starts with an S. And down uh, in Sequoia's. D.C.? I'm down in Sequoia's hanging out. Sequoia's, huh? That's yeah. a good atmosphere. You're right on the water, right? Almost definitely. I'm sitting there chilling. All, I can look right out. All the boats were docked, docked right there. Everybody was okay. out. It was nice. Well, I'll tell you this, man. I'll tell you this. Next time, um, next time, uh, let's say, well, it'll be next year, unless something jump off in between time, we're going to do our show from there, man. I was thinking, like, man, we should be doing our show or at least pre-recording it and then play some clips in between, man. I didn't have the MP3 player with me. Yeah, we could have did it. We could have did it. If I could have came down, we could have did it right down there. I was sick, man. Yeah. I said MP3 player, get a couple interviews. A bunch of guys from home, man. You know everybody come home that plays in the league, whether that be football, baseball, basketball. Most definitely. We got baseball guys there. Yeah. Upton and a couple of boys, one of them played for the Diamondbacks. But it was a great atmosphere. And I'm trying to figure out where did all these Pittsburgh Stiller fans come from that was in Virginia. I didn't see them. I know – Coach Tomlin. They come out of the woodwork, man. Everybody yeah. at Pittsburgh Steelers fan seems like. Yeah, some of them jokers. Like, even my little brother is a diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Well, I'm, I I'm mean, thinking. He, but he, he is a Steelers fan from um, Bam Morris days. So he oh. grew up loving the Steelers. So ain't none of these <laughs> Bam, within Bam the last Morris. two years type cats. You know what I'm saying? No, I hear you. When, after they consistently won and then win the Super Bowl. Right. And I don't a lot know. of those cats, a lot of those Pittsburgh Steelers fans from VA, you know, they, they give Mike love, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, well, he's from there, man. I, I don't know right. if they were showing some support, but they, they it was a lot of jerseys up there, man. It, it, it I'm telling you, it was real good. We should have been doing our show there for two days, at least getting two days a good show. But, we, you know, I did when I got there, we did the tailgate party. I got there Wednesday night, late. Uh, Monday, uh, Thursday, we did the tailgate party. Friday, we did the camp for younger kids. And then Saturday, we did the camp for the older kids. I played golf Sunday morning, and then I did AI, had a basketball uh, tournament, so I played in that. Man, them guys, uh, them guys played basketball. He, I mean, he had his guys. Well, he, I, we was on the same team, but the other team, I thought, I said, they stacked. But we had this guy named White Chocolate on the team. You heard of him? 
from the um yeah, and I had hot sauce. Thing. Yeah, yeah, and hot sauce was on my team, and uh, four and five was on the oh, team. So you, you probably should, are you the next AM one video? Ain't telling nobody. I ain't getting no video. Them guys are dangerous, boy. That, that, <laughs> hey, that's what they do. I mean, they. I, but I said, me and a couple more football guys were saying they do that and one stuff on us. You know how they take that ball and hit you in the head with it, pull your yep. head back down. I said the first time somebody do that, they going in the bleachers. <laughs> they going right in the stands with the fans. I don't do that. Hey, wait, hey play basketball. I feel you on that. I can't stand. I mean, I like watching it on TV or DVD or whatever they come in on. But uh, nah, they ain't doing all that hard and gross sort of stuff for me. Man, hot sauce came in with a bodyguard. I said, man, what you need a bodyguard for? Who you? You ain't no. He man, come on, you a and one. He had a bodyguard. That guy was thick, like cut up, like man. man. I'm like, well, hot sauce. He can't fight. That's why. <laughs> and they, he can't shoot, but he good on them dribbles. I'm telling you, he was it was nice, but the the whole atmosphere that whole weekend was good. And I'm just saying, we could have got some clips for uh for the show. It would have been it would have been great. But we're gonna do it next year unless they have something in between. There's always something going on back and forth, uh, Virginia. You know that. Almost always, always. What else, man? What else you got? Did you watch the uh, the uh, betting the home run derby? I missed I missed the home run derby last night, man. But I heard that uh, Prince Fielder did his thing. Yeah, he did. He did. Prince Fielder was motivated, man. He was a uh, and it, and it always came down to like, okay, I got if you got ten outs left, or you got you on that ninth one, you need one to get in. Um, Pujols got into the playoffs by hitting in with one home with a uh, one out left. Uh, Prince won it with the one out left with the five home with the five outs. It was good, and it looked like he was focused, he's motivated. It looked like it was his to lose, and he won it. So it was good. It was a good atmosphere, and you got the game that's coming on tonight. Yeah, most definitely. See, they uh, make these games important. You know, you said something to act, Manny Actor got fired yesterday. So they, they placed Jim Riggleman as the interim manager here at the Nationals. Oh, yeah, he got fired. No, he got fired two days ago, didn't he? And they got fired yesterday. Mm. He got fired yesterday, and they put Jim Riggleman um, as, the, um, as the interim manager. You know, it's just, you know, poor guy. You See, know, he, his what, team didn't play defense for him. Number one, they couldn't play defense, couldn't bat the ball, and then, you know, pitching sucks. So. What, they're 60, what are they, 61 and 29 at this point? 29 and 61. 29, I'm sorry, 29. Uh, oh, yeah, he wouldn't have got fired if they were 61. Nationally, we have the best. We have the worst record for the last year and a half. Season and a half, we have the worst record in Major League Baseball. Okay, but those grown men, man, those grown men at a professional level, does a manager – does he do that much to motivate you to go out there and play? Okay, they're not playing defense, but you grew up learning how to hit. Some of those guys are there for defense purposes only. That's why you keep a guy who can hit and you put him at first base. You don't That's want him true, off the but field. But when your infield is making errors, man, it, right. it, you know, it, 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 ways it takes a toll on you. You know what I'm saying? So does it. But, you know, like you said a second ago, they're grown men. These yeah. grown men should be able to play this sport. So far in the coach. They millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, do I, I don't understand that. I don't care how bad – the team is my team. Like, let's say I'm on that team. I'm still going out there trying to win. Like every play, I'm I'm trying to have a winning play every play, you know, and be smart about it. And but I don't know. I don't understand how you you fire the the judge, the manager, bring another guy in, and all of a sudden they're gonna start playing. Why are you? Oh, they're not gonna go ahead. They're not gonna do no better. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I can't understand uh, how a professional athlete don't go out there and give everything. You, you know, you on the field, you still gotta. You still got to rep yourself. You got to rep your family, uh, the team, and they paying you all this money to to do a job. You, Most definitely. You, Most as Ray Ellis say all the time, you are the show. You got to go out there and put on the show. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to get up to bat without caring, man. Not not caring if I hit or miss. So that, that's that's crazy to me. But that's how people are, man. You know, it's it ain't about you know 
It's all about the dollar bill. They don't care about what they do, what they don't do on the. On but the, see, you gotta yeah. ask themselves, what's their motivation, man? Sometimes it could be, it could be financial. What's your motivation, like, like? Uh, Prince Fielder, man. You know, Prince really doesn't like his, really don't like his dad, man. I, there's he a, I don't know, he can't stand his father. I don't know if that's still going ongoing, but uh, what is his motivation? To be better than his dad or, you know, he's going out there and do a job. But he also has a family, so he has to go out there and get it done. No, definitely. You know, if and all buts about that. You know, he got to be, you know, he has to, uh, he went out yesterday and did his thing, I guess. You he, know, from, he did, from what man. I've been told, what you told me, and what some other people told me. He looked focused, I'm telling you. But he um also, I think these are all star game. What you doing over there, man? Oh, I'm just moving stuff around. You showed up uh, on air. <laughs> oh, I'm all hey, you know, hey, I just can't sit down and talk on the mic like you. I got things to do. Hey, one week your uh, mom's cooking and making all the rolls of pots and pans and plates. You upset because she was throwing down? Man, I ate this morning. I think. What'd you eat? What'd you eat? Don't worry about what I ate. You couldn't cook it. What I ate. Look. You're a nut, boy. <laughs> man. <laughs> man, I'm playing around. I'm playing around. I need to give me some Waffle House. Look, That's dig why, yeah, What was the debate over the weekend about Waffle House? And um, It was this place at home, man, called Tommy's. Everybody going to it before I got home. They said, you need to go to Tommy's. Uh, I, I go to Tommy's. It's like, it's the worst. The worst. Are you so serious? I, yeah, I'm serious, man. They they country bammers, bumpkins. They go eat anywhere, man. But anyway, let me get this all star game, man. But Waffle House, I take Waffle House any time of the day. Even oh, though they got a, even day. though it's a work release program, I go to Waffle House before I go back to Tommy's. <laughs> but uh, it's that bad, dog. It was it wasn't good, man. You got to do too much to the food to make it taste good. I I want to come eat. Yes, as you said, you did say that. You said yeah. I do too much of the food to even make get it right taste. Yeah, but it, I didn't want to come in, sit down, and get my grub on, and call it a day. Yeah, but um. The All-Star game. Let me tell you why. Okay, here. We were talking about motivation. Here's why I think this uh, All-Star game is good. Because the winner of this All-Star game have home field advantage for the World, the World Series. Series. Yeah. yeah. That's, 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 that's the only reason. That started within the last few years. Is, are they doing that in basketball? I need to uh, triple check that. No, they're not. We just we just saw that. No. Oh, no, they don't, no, no. That's just best record. Yeah, best record. But I think that's, I think that's very important. Because some of those guys come out there – and get get nominated or get to play in an All Star game, and it's in their contract. You get a bonus for all that stuff. Or if you do, if you make the All Star team, you get a bonus. But some of them come on there and take that day off, and it should be a fun, relaxing uh, event. But if your team is in contention and you want to get home field advantage throughout the, I mean, during the World Series, uh, you gonna play that game. Well, didn't the um, NFL think about doing that too? Moving up the. The Pro Bowl somewhere they're talking. They've been thinking about doing that, but I don't think it's going to happen. NFL, whatever it takes to make money, NFL is going to do. I don't care if it's good to cut your legs off, but they've been thinking about a lot of things. They've been thinking about adding two more games, cutting off the preseason, which means teams going to have extra um, camps. Income coming in. Well, that too, but they're going to have extra camps. Football is already violent enough. You working these guys all the way up until uh, mini camp, not mini camp, but training camp, which is starts in July, mid July. Uh, to the uh, late July, you don't need all that things. It's just it's it's money purposes, man. It's just like okay, it's already violent enough. So why would you add two more games for guys to not even make a a career out of it? But yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That's that's. I, I do understand that. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of adding two more uh, games for the fan for the uh, just to be getting another check. But um, and then cutting the preseason. Now some of these guys, man, they need these games. 
uh, to go out there and see if they can play in uh, a game setting and not just practice. We've got a lot of practice players out there. When, they, when the lights come on and it's game time, you can't find those guys. Well, that's in anywhere, though. I mean, that's pretty much in any sport. Well, that's true. I mean, all these cats, you know, they, you know, like I say, deer, you know, men get players get caught like a deer in the headlights. I know. And, and then they get out there, they don't produce when they, you know, after they sign this, all this money to produce, and they go out there and stink it up. Right, and then a lot of them go to these big schools too, and they been on TV. And I'm talking college guys been been on TV um, in the national setting. And then they come to the lead, and it's like freeze up. Like, where was this guy in college? You you're not the same guy that made those plays in college, but you know they get here in a, in a league. In the lead, there's yep. like eleven other guys, ten other guys that's just as good as you are. Yep. All right, I'm man. Look. We're going to take a break. You probably don't hear the music, but I heard all that paper you're dialing over there. We're going to come back yeah, without Rich paper. making that noise. you on the Voice America Sports Network listening to Coach B and myself. We're going to come back, talk a little football, what's going on around the league, what's going on with the Arizona Cardinals. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's Hot Topics. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports.
what you know about that, Coach B. We are back on the Voice American Sport Network. Let me yeah, first. Let me think. Let me think. Ruben what's Cologne. What's up with the music, man? Ruben Cologne, man. He 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 puts he puts the music together. Ruben, Ruben we gotta have a conversation, man. Well, you need some music. We need something. I'm saying that we're doing a hard rock show. He gonna uh, charge you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Ruben, uh, come on, man. Hey, when you get back in town, you can holler at him. But I ain't look. Yeah, I ain't we, no we agent. Hip hop. Yeah, I ain't no agent. No, nah, he put the, he got some stuff, man. You you'll hear it in and out of the break. Uh, what's, up? what's up, man? Let's let's talk a little bit of football. You done with them papers? I found out, Voice American Sports uh, listeners, Rich is over there working two jobs. He's a male secretary and um, he's um, <laughs> <laughs> he's doing schoolwork, and he's on the radio and he's co-hosting the radio show. Hey, hey you, you got to get it done. I'm dexterous. I can do it all, baby. Okay, multitasking. We talking football? What do you want to talk about football? Oh, you want to change that? Let's talk football. All right, let's talk about the Cardinals, man. Um. Let's talk. I was with El- Elton uh, Brown all weekend. You know, we talked, uh-huh. and uh, it-, it was funny what he said. He said, and one of those and one guys that you know, I talked about this, we talked about this early. He said, one of them do that clown stuff right there. I'm going to start working on my pass blocking, my pass protection right now. It, it was hilarious, <laughs> man. It was funny. They're going to thrust them, huh? Yeah. But uh, these guys, man, the Cardinals, man, what you think about um, here's their first preseason games. And I'm thinking the Cardinals pretty much have the same team they had last year, so they should come out the gates running. They should come out the gates getting it. Most definitely they do. Well, they, first preseason game, they had, and these teams that consistently win, these teams that are known to be winners, they got Pittsburgh at, at, in Pittsburgh, San Diego at home, Green Bay at home, and then they have Denver at Mile High. Oh, man. Well, Denver game, I think it'll be an effective game for them. What you know what? I don't think. Well, that Pittsburgh and Denver game, the starters might play eight to fifteen plays, so you you're really not gonna get a, a barometer. Well, Denver's or the last game, isn't it? Denver's the last game, but you know, well, yeah, starters gonna play more than that. No, they're not. Maybe that oh, Green. That's, that's the third, second, and third yeah. game. The starters, yeah, play that more. Green Bay. It, it, first game, the starters gonna play about fifteen plays, unless there's somebody they really want to look at, and maybe a rookie. Let's say like a Beanie Wells. He if he's starting by that time over Tim Hightower, which I don't think was gonna happen, but you know, it's, it's the league. If he's starting by that time. As a starter, he was probably going to get more than 15 plays. He's probably going to get 30 to 45 plays. Right. Um, so the first game at Pittsburgh, probably 15, 8 to 15 plays for the starters, the guys who's already proven themselves. Uh, San Diego is going to be um, a first quarter, a whole quarter. Uh, Green Bay, they may go second quarter and maybe a series out of the uh, out of the halftime break. And then Denver. Right, that first series. Yeah, that first yeah, that first series. Uh, for certain, some of the guys, and then to come back into Denver, they're going to do uh, the same thing they did in the Pittsburgh game. And this time, but this time in the Denver game, if Benny Wells, Wells is starting, he won't play. Uh, he'll probably do like fifteen plays. But then it might, you know. I mean, I think Benny, Benny again. It was a, I personally think like you probably disagree with me. A lot of other people disagree with me. I think Benny was a good pickup for the Cardinals. Um, I think he's going to need the whole preseason to acclimate himself. To being the, I don't think Tim Hightower's every day back. I don't, I don't think he'll be there. I don't think he'll be there every day back for the Arizona Cardinals. You know what? Um, Go ahead. I think Beanie's um, from playing at Ohio State. Um, is a very he's a, he's the you know, he's a, Ohio a, State. Whatever. He's a functional uh, pass blocker, so that's going to help um, Kurt Warner out a whole lot. And he's a big body, a little bit bigger than Tim Hightower. I th- yeah, he is. But you got that. Um, I think. Tim Hightower has more quickness, more speed. That's why you have to, in my opinion, and I've uh, I watched this I watched. over I watched this over the years. 
I think you have to have two legitimate backs. If you look at what the Dallas Cowboys are about to do, and I don't even like Dallas, but or Carolina Panthers or uh, Tennessee Titans, even Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens have oh, three backs. Man, I'm going to talk about that right now. Yeah, but look, they have um, you have to have multiple backs who can come in. I think it worked well with um, when Thomas Jones was playing over in Chicago. Uh, they he had two backs, but it wasn't. You know, sometimes the backfield is not big enough for two. But to be successful, you have to have two legitimate running backs who can carry that load uh, at a at a high rate, at a high talent level, and get the same thing out of those guys. I may, I may need a power runner, which Benny Wells may be. I may need a slasher, which I think Tim Hightower may be able to get hit the corners a lot better. Um, right. But I, I think that schedule also prepares these guys to come out hard because they have the same team. And their first game, as always, for the past three or four years, has been against a division opponent, the San Francisco 49ers. Mike Singletary, Ooh. Mike Singletary's full year at head coach. Yes. What you think about that? How you, th- uh, you know what? If Okay, let me, let me before, I, before you get to that. The Arizona Cardinals going to win the West. They, they going to win the West. You think so? I think so. They have the same team, but all of these teams got – teams are going to get better – not not only get better, but teams get a lot better for whoever leads that conference. Like they have to go get secondary guys to uh, to contend with the uh, passing attack that Arizona Cardinals have. So I'm not gonna say it's gonna be easy because San Francisco lost two games in the final seconds, probably by one or two points to the Arizona Cardinals. So that could have went either either way. Uh, so, but I think they still win the West because it's, it's a it's becoming a better conference of knocking each other, uh, knock, knocking each opponent off. But um. What do you think about Mike Singletary? I was asking you earlier. His yeah, I think year. Mike Singletary is uh, – if Mike – you know, Mike brings an intensity already mm-hmm. as a, from uh, just being an ex-player and being Mike Singletary. I mean, you hear the, Mike, the word Mike Singletary, you put probably one of the best middle linebackers to ever play the game. True. Um, you know, if not the best, probably in the, definitely in the top three of conversation. Um, so you – and then one thing, when you say Mike Singletary, you remember Chicago Bears, 85 Chicago Bears. The whole time he was in there. Mm-hmm. Monsters of the Midway. So, you know, he takes that mentality. And if you kind of look at Mike, remember Mike, they used to show close-ups of Mike Singletary's face and his mask? Right. Like he was busting through that helmet. You yeah. know, so when you look at him now on the sideline as a coach, you kind of you kind of see that intensity. And like last year when he told um, Vernon Wells, um, you know, Vernon, whatever his last name is, yeah, Vernon um, Davis. Yeah, you're you know, from Maryland. Yeah, from University of Maryland. Mm-hmm. You know, we play as a team, not an individual. That's the only way you can win, and I, I agree with you 100. percent Because if I, when I think of uh, Mike Singletary, and now he's the head coach, but when I, when you think of a guy like that, I agree he's arguably in the top three linebackers, top five linebackers ever played that middle spot. But you think right. about the intensity he brought to the game. You think about the Chicago Bears. You think about his eyes. He never closes his eyes when he makes a tackle. His eyes are wide open. And yes. you think about the respect and what he's going to bring to this uh, San Francisco 49 team, and you, you alluded to it earlier, what it was the discipline. We have to do this as a team. You can't make those those mistakes you made in college. You can't make those mistakes you made last year. You can't make those mistakes you made in the first quarter going into the fourth quarter where games are decided. So nope. I think he's going to bring a lot of what he, who he is to that team and make them more aggressive, more a physical team. And, um, again, if there's going to be anybody that compete with the Arizona Cardinals, I think I put San Fran there. I got the Arizona Cardinals, San Fran, uh, Seattle, then back so to Seattle. So you count out Seattle? I got them in third. But you don't think they can compete with Arizona? 
I mean, Matt Hasselback's coming back injury-free. You know, you got new coach Jim Moore up there. No, I don't think they're um, going to get it done. I don't I, I, And they got uh, T.J. Jones at running back, which And I they got Hushmanzada over there, too. Hushmanzada. They picked up Hushmanzada. Yeah. You know, they got a you know, halfway decent line. Um, they did lose Jeremy Stevens. Um, Jeremy Stevens, he liked to talk more than he liked to play. And he's a good – and he's a pretty good receiver, but he liked to talk more than he liked to play. So when you knock him – he comes – he does a lot of those crossing routes. So hit him one good time. You got Adrian Wilson back there. You got uh, uh, Roe back there. I think um, – and then they re- they signed uh, Rashad Johnson out of Alabama to a three- or four-year deal. So you got some guys back there that are smart, that's physical. So if you want to do all that talking in the paper, let's see how you want to talk face-to-face. But you're right. The Seattle Seahawks does have – they do have a – excuse me, they do have a pretty good team. But I don't think there's just enough – I don't even think it's enough to compete with the Arizona Cardinals or to beat them out of – they might – what's going to happen, they may knock back and forth with uh, San Francisco 49ers. I'm not even going to put the St. Louis Rams in there right as of yet. But they might bump heads with the San Francisco 49ers, and then the Cardinals probably beat them. Uh, it depends on who beats who twice in that game. So my, my question for you is you're putting the Cardinals the number one team in the West. In the West. Are you putting the, you're putting the number one team in the West over because they did what they did last season or number two because you're confident – that they won't take any more backstops like they have previously um, pre- from having productive seasons and taking steps back. Um, so you think that they'll they'll be the number one team in the West? I think the Cardinals will be the number one team in the West because of their offense. Their defense is good. Now, we mentioned earlier in the show, uh, previous shows, that they were going to a 3-4 defense. doesn't make a bit huge difference there. That's that's a, a lineman up or a linebacker down. doesn't make a right. big difference. But their defense was aggressive. They've always been aggressive. They made plays on defense. I'm trying to figure out who's going to stop Fitzgerald, Kurt Warner. they got two running backs back there that can they can pound the ball. Who's going to stop Anquan Bolden if Anquan Bolden is still here at the end of the day? Steve Breston has come into his own. They got three receivers uh, with 1,000 yards or more. It's uh, unheard of unless you're in a run-and-shoot offense. They're not in a run-and-shoot offense. They're in a prototype offense, but they can put that third receiver out there. You can put Anquan at tight end. But um, I think they're going to win the West because I can't see anybody consistently stopping that offense uh, week in and week out in this in this conference. They're going to win the West because – they have a defense that's um create turnovers. They have a defense that plays fast, plays with a passion, plays aggressive. Uh, I think their defense got smarter. They've added a few guys uh, draft wise that should come out and help. If you if you watch the Arizona Cardinals over years, you'll see that if you are a first year guy on this team, they got uh, McFadden from Pittsburgh who's been in the system, who's just coming off a of Super Bowl. They've added guys who can make plays and guys who have uh, a smart fo- football sense. But if you if you're a first year guy coming out, you got to come here ready to play because they play first year guys. They play guys like Steve Breast and Tim Hightower. They play first year guys, and these guys produce. So you got to know well, what you're coming into when you're coming to the Arizona Cardinals. Well, one thing that you can also you can definitely say that his coach uh, he has definitely um, brought in players who's going to play roles, immediate roles within the organization. I agree. You know, if it's if it's offensively, defensively, or even special teams. Um, so he, he's not going out just drafting be drafting like some other people do he's drafting need so if you know he brought in steve breston last season from university of michigan mm-hmm. he came steve came in and filled the role perfectly as a number three receiver stepped in as a number two receiver when anquan went down for those four, four few games and I came agree. back 
Yeah, I agree. And, and, they, and did his thing through the course of the year to help them get to the Super Bowl. Right. We're going to take a break, man. But you make some good points, and we'll come back, touch on that. And then we, I'm gonna, I want to bring up a scenario with you about uh, Anquan. This is the Voice America Sports Network. You listen to Quam Alaska Sports Talk. As always, Coach B, the co-host from the other coast. We'll be back in two minutes and finish up a little bit on this Cardinal stuff. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Every week, Body Talk is here to answer your pressing questions about the fields of traditional, alternative, and functional medical science. Join hosts Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis as they uncover the truth behind some of today's ailments, symptoms, and diseases. You'll get the most up-to-date information on treatments and remedies and their effectiveness. Plus, you'll hear from leading experts on a variety of health topics. Listen for Body Talk with Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Voice America Sports Network. You listen to Kwame Lass on the Kwame Lass Sports Talk. As always, Coach B, co-host from Another Coast. What's the word? Coach. Yo. Okay, we left talking about, well, you, let me get back. Let me say that. You made some good points when we was going into break that, uh, you know, the Cardinals, they, as of late, they've been drafting uh, guys who fit into the mold and right. not just drafting the guys that's out there, you know, that everybody projects is the guy who's that guy who's going to come in and help you win. A lot of those guys are good and talented enough to do that, but if they don't fit into your system, what you're building, I think the Cardinals have built a pretty good system to uh, that you can fall back on to, to finish off games in the fourth quarter. So I think that you, I agree with you when you say they've, they've done that in the past. I mean, they've done that uh, recently. You bring it well, out. Ever since bringing in Coach Wittenhardt. And I think that's how you should draft. You should. If you're going to give me three to four years to build this team, let me – Give me Carl Blunch to go out there and get those players that I think fits my mold, and he's done that. He's trying to make this team. This is the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
of the West, pretty much. Yeah, this, this, that, it, is a, it is a prototype of what the Steelers have done. Right. Well, Steelers and the Rooney organization. And he's eliminated the, the problem with the Bidwell organization is that, you know, number one, they can't even, they can't really touch the Rooney organization. But no. if they had common sense years ago, that's what they wanted. They want to build the organization off the model that the Rooney's have, have done in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I hear you. And I in the Rooney's is more loyal there. I think the loyalty of the Rooney family is there. They don't they they don't see certain things. They see winning and losing. And in their case, they have always seen winning. So the they Chuck Noll, um uh who's the coach after him? They only Bill have Cowher. Bill, Bill, uh, Cowher. Bill Cowher. Bill Cowher. I don't know why I couldn't think of his name, but and uh Mike Tomlin. Come on, man. You know how many coaches uh, the Cardinals have had? Since I've been close to 100, I had three while I was there. Yeah, they had yeah. three in their whole organization. But but it's you know what you got to start from somewhere, and I think the Cardinals um, are starting to do a better job as far as building that team, building a mindset or uh, what the public, what the uh, not just Arizona Cardinals uh, fans here, not just the state of Arizona, but what the world, what they want the world to see. And uh, I think the coaching and his staff is doing a good job. They they have a format. They're going to draft guys. You come in here, you possibly will play your first year, but you're going to have to fit into our system. What I, just, what I don't like and I've what never liked like? what I, I've never liked was uh, how they sign, who they sign, why they sign, and why they don't sign these guys. Like Derek Mason has retired as of yesterday with the yes. Baltimore Ravens. And I know that's and your squad. No- I mean, yeah, I guess, like, like I said, yeah, and you got Mark Clayton as the other wide receiver, but Yaman Figures, who was, you know, he's a good receiver, but, you know, he has no experience as a number one guy. Okay, well, I say that to say this. Anquan Bolden, do you think he's still a Baltimore Ravens guy? Because you got Flacco there who has this, probably one of the. I think Antoine, if Antoine Bolden came to Baltimore. Anquan. Oh, we'd be in the, they'd be in the world of hurt. Who would be? The, the North, AFC North. Oh. It gives an offensive, a uh, very productive offense. But I'm saying, Anquan, you know, he's made he's made a lot of noise all, on the offseason, which that's the time to do it. He made a lot of noise on offseason. He won a new contract. He has two years left. And I think this this is the two years he have left. Two million this year yeah. and three and three, three points something. Point something. Like you said a few weeks, I think you said it, and you said it right. You hear Anquan's mouth from end of January, say February 1st, to uh, July thirty first. Mm-hmm. July from from August first to February first. You don't hear Anquan. You see Anquan, right? And that's and that. I mean, he's the he's the perfect guy you want on your team, but he right. plays so physical that the Cardinals are so scared to give him a contract. I think because he plays that physical, they don't know how long he's going. They're going to have him. They don't want to give him a long term deal. I think they can do a short term deal right now, but Anquan don't want, doesn't want a short term deal. And and this, I think this is where they're bumping the heads because. He's gonna make two million this year. Okay, he didn't do OTAs because um, he said his hamstring was hurt. He and um, uh, Donnell Dockett, Donnell Dockett won a new deal with three years left on his deal. Cancel that. He's come out and said on his Twitter that uh, he's gonna play with the Cardinals. He understands. He's seen what happened with uh, Adrian Wilson. Adrian Wilson kept his mouth shut. Adrian Wilson signs a five-year, thirty-nine million extension. They didn't uh-huh. let. They didn't wait till his deal come up because you don't want to do that. You don't want to make take a Pro Bowl safety that's an intricate part of your defense who gets that uh, team going and let well, him come. You, lose, to, you can lose AD quick. You gonna you can lose him real quick just off of being silly. But you don't want him coming to the final years of his contract and then he's got to ask you 
or wonder why he haven't been been resigned. So Darnell Dockett is, has taken that into consideration. Shut up! You just signed a five year deal. You only played two of it, and you come back and say you want a um, a three year. Uh, I mean, you want an extension. Now, with all that being said, football is. You want to get a contract. It's no guarantees in football. So you want to get what's up front for you. If you can outplay your contract, get another contract. If you don't, you're going to be mad if they ask you to take a pay cut. So it works both ways, but I'm all always on the side of the player because the owners, at the end of the day, sitting in their office, sitting on the beach, drinking my ties, nothing wrong with their knees. Sitting there, drinking but them all. Anquan, Anquan is the uh, perfect uh, player on and off the field. You don't hear any trouble, anything about him. He comes to work, and he shows up. He, yes, he does. He, he has. He's making two year this year, two million this year, three point something next year. Considering he's done the same thing Larry Fitzgerald has done on the other side. If he's not there, do Fitzgerald make those plays? Fitzgerald's gonna make great plays always. But I'm just saying, it takes a lot of pressure off him to do that. Well, I'm looking at also at Fitzgerald. I like Larry Fitzgerald. I think Larry Fitzgerald uh, handles his business on the field. But Larry didn't start. Didn't. Wasn't that way day one when he came in with the Cardinals? No, he's always had great hands, made plays here and there, but well, he's he making consistent he plays. Productive. He hasn't been as as sturdy and as productive he has made in the last two two and a half seasons. Right, and I, I don't, I don't know. has been that way productive since the day he stepped on the Cardinals' right. this facility. And here's the deal with Anquan: you see him on the field, he's been at quarterback, he's been at tight end, he's been at running back, obviously receiver. He's going to give you a lot for your money, and um. It's gonna put defenses that are, uh put defenses on their heels. You don't know how to cover this guy. You don't know what defensive package to put in. You don't know how to treat this guy. Nope. So do sure so with uh, Derek Mason retiring. You think something gonna be worked out with Anquan? I, w- I would you, love to see something worked out. Now, if will something get worked out? Because they were talking know. about it earlier. Anquan, what Anquan would have to do is he'd have to come in here and restructure his contract. It'd be a it'd be a sign and deal, sign and trade deal, probably. He he. Restructure his contract. That's the only thing he'd been talking about was getting another deal. I don't think he's going to go anywhere and play for $2 million where he can do that no. here with a better chance to win it. True. I just think it's going to be a different situation. His better chance to win it in an NFC a lot greater than they are in the AFC right now. Why you, why you say that? If he goes to Baltimore, you guys. We were 11-5 and five last year mm-hmm. with a rookie quarterback. And they were in the Cardinals. a run game. Rookie quarterback. There you go. You're not a rookie after your sixth game. He was a rookie starting the season, okay, and he's still eleven and five. But he didn't make rookie mistakes at the end of the season. When he didn't it, make rookie mistakes until the last game of the season. <laughs> he Flacco was consistent. He, I don't see him as a. I see him only getting better and a lot better from some guys' first year to their second year. I see him playing like a third or fourth year guy this year uh, no and making that team better. That. I'm just making a point here. Anquan Bowden will fit perfect in with the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. The problem is, with you Anquan, said. Y'all was 11-5, 11-5, and the Cardinals was in the Super Bowl. I think the Cardinals got a better chance of going to the Super Bowl this year than the Baltimore Ravens does. I don't foresee that. That's good. You need glasses. No, I just, you know, you go Cardinals have back. All of a sudden now, everybody, Cardinals is Cardinals. I hope the Cardinals do. I hope the Cardinals Man, I've been a Cardinals fan since I've been here. Wait a minute. Now, me, just because I don't like what they do or how they do business, I've been a Cardinals fan since I've been here. I always want to see them win unless I'm playing against them. Right, most definitely. I understand that. I just don't, you know, again, like I said a second ago, you know, if they can go into the season and be productive, I just don't, you know, if Kurt Warner goes down, you're going to cancel the season. Well, yeah. Matt Liner is not it. I think Matt Liner should. You make a good point. I think Matt Liner needs to get – he hasn't played a full season yet. I think this may be his fifth year. 
going into his fifth year. But I think Matt Lionel has to grow up. Hey, Kurt, Lionel, Kurt Warner signed a two-year deal. Um, but I don't think it's a real I don't think it's a real two-year deal unless Matt Lionel can step up to the plate in these preseason games and show he belongs. Unless he does what he needs to be doing off the field to make his own field uh, uh, production a whole lot better, ten times better, so these guys can believe it. His contract is up. I think well, he's he also up. he also got to understand something too. <clears throat> you know, he he's finally going to you know second year with the same offensive court, third, second third season with the same uh, Who? offensive coordinator, Matt Liner. Matt Liner. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the year for him. He's not I mean, playing honestly, this year. I think, I think this is my this is my thoughts on this. I think. The Cardinals are going to start the season with Kurt Warner. Uh-huh. Going to ease Matt Lyon into the thing. Because I don't think, like I said, I think Kurt signed a two-year deal. Justin signed a two-year deal. It might be his last season. And ease him into, ease Matt Lyon into the starting starting position. Because you know Kurt's going to get hurt. We shall see. And by the end of the season, it's going to be either Matt, Matt, Matt Lyon's job to lose, earn, to keep it or lose it. Well, I, I will say this. If Matt has to play right now, right away, um, or if they're going to play him, they need to play him now so that it doesn't get into the fourth quarter of the season. What I mean by the fourth quarter, that's the last, um, what is it? Last four, four games. games uh-huh. Last four games. You need to play him now so when it's crucial moments, he's had some experience on his belt. He's seen certain defenses where it doesn't fade him. He's throwing interceptions, they're throwing him away, making crazy bonehead plays. At the same time, man. Crazy things they've done over there in the organization wise was they Carlos Dansby. Now he's making nine point six this year, nine point close to nine point seven million this year, but under the franchise tag, which he signed uh the fourth of March. But this is second one. And now they talking about well, they're trying to work out a deal with this guy. If they don't work out this deal, they have till tomorrow. July fifteenth, right, is the uh uh-huh. deadline for the free agent signing. So if they don't have this deal done by then, then what's gonna happen next year if if they want this guy, he's still productive as he's been, then he's going to have to sign another franchise tag because they're not going to sign him. They have people they have to sign. But this time, it's going to be $14.6 million. And I don't think they want to do that because for three years, he would have made um, 14, do the math while I'm uh, talking, 14, 9, and another 9. I think he made, what did he make, 7 to 9? 14, 9, $32 million. In three years, and that's not bad. But the thing about it, he doesn't get a signing bonus off it. So... Even though, even if he, but that's unfortunately, again, that's the if he, that's, if, that's, that's the only time the money's guaranteed. It's guaranteed, yeah. That's his signing bonus, but he want that same signing bonus with a long term deal, or break that up, and you can give him that signing bonus over the span of three years or two years, and give him a four year deal. Well, see, the best thing about him, he's gonna make thirty two thousand dollars guaranteed. Thirty two million. Thirty two million dollars guaranteed in the last three years. Who all, who else can say that? There's not a lot of guys who can say that. Not a lot of he's guys who get franchise. Guaranteed, he's probably the only guy other because you know the sign of bonus is the only part of, the, of any contract that's guaranteed in the NFL. Well, what Anquan has to go through is as Greg Jennings over in Green Bay just re-signed a uh, deal that could be worth thirty million dollars. So he's seeing these guys getting signed in organizations that didn't even make the playoffs. You hear the music? Yeah, man, I heard the music. Don't be too- <laughs> Kwamalas is the Coach B on the Voice America Sports Network. It's Kwamalas Sports Talk Show. We'll be back in two minutes. So since Richard, yeah, since he's rushing me off. It's a beauty. 
to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports Owen Hodge show are you ready for some football well here it comes the Owen Hodge show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio this action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback big hodge and the knowledgeable defensive back odie this show will focus on the NFL, but touch on all things sports. Owen Hodge will provide you with a true player's perspective. That'll give you insight, make you think, and definitely make you laugh. Owen Hodge have accumulated six championship rings, so obviously they know things. Check out the Owen Hodge Show at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Sports Network. The Owen Hodge Show. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Take a look inside the country's fastest-growing professional sports organization. Join Robbie Kendall for Inside the ABA on the Voice America Sports Channel. The show will feature weekly interviews with the owners, players, coaches, and influential league executives. Tune in and be a part of the fastest-growing sports organization in the world. You can hear Inside the ABA every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you like that music coach b nah man that music making me go to sleep man. man you crazy uh Hey, look, man. Ruben hey, Cologne, hey, I appreciate you. Listen, Thanks for the music. Call, give us a call at 888-346-9144. Give us your thoughts and your comments. Because this guy on the other end over here, he's, he's tripping. And if you, need to buy, if you need to buy some music, you can call You can call into the show. We get uh, Ruben Cologne, fix you up a little CD. We'll give you the price <laughs> later. Hey, <laughs> welcome back to the sports show of the Voice America Sports Network. Hey, what, what's going on, man? I was talking about Greg Jennings before we left. This guy, uh, hey, this is the yeah. last segment if you guys want to call in. But he just signed a deal that could be worth $30 million. He just signed with who? With the, with the, um, Greg Jennings? Uh, three-year contract extension. With the Packers? Yeah, he, well, he yeah, bought. Him and Aaron, uh, um, the quarterback, what's his name? Aaron Rodgers. Who, Aaron that, Rodgers? That's not, a, that's not a bad little deal. Not he, a bad well, little deal at all for them. Well, you then, know, that Greg Jennings is, 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 a, is a great athlete, good receiver. Makes big plays. He understands what what the word yak is. He's, he definitely uh, gets that yak. He ate. He averaged eighty yards, eighty one yards a game. Had nine touchdowns. He finished the season, uh, well, about one thousand two hundred ninety two yards. So he played up to his contract, and then they rewarded him. Now you mean to tell me? And maybe they had the money to do it because because the Cardinals only have two million in cap space. So I think they they can sign a, like a Carlos Dansby. 
break some of that money up, you know, they can get they can work out a deal. But uh, Greg Jennings, yeah, three year contract extension could be worth up to thirty million. I mean, he played he played his contract out, so they rewarded him. And I'm, Anquan Anquan does that every year. Anquan, he may not have he had a thousand yards this year, over a thousand yards, but still, it's he what four games. and he missed four games. But it's what he it's what he does for that team. It's like the it's like the man the the motive the passion he brings to the team. The the plays he make it may be for like a two or three yard game. But the plays he make, the hits he take, gets that whole team, not just the offense, that defense, excited, man. It gets them. And you, it's, not how, it's not that he got three or four yards. It's how he got those three how he got yards. those three or four yards. And they might have been a, a, he might have been behind the line of scrimmage one yeah. or two yards back. Now, Anquan Bolden, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I, you know, Anquan is the epitome of a arena football player. You give Anquan Bolden a screen in the, league, in the ring league, touchdown. You ain't, you're not going to just tackle him. You give him you know, a, Anquan Bolden is a screen. You give him the play the slot. You throw that the two spot in the arena, and you let him screen. You screen, screen, screen. Anquan's the kind of guy you want to screen, screen, screen all day long. Well, he can, not only he gonna beat you up, he gonna get that pause. He gonna get that yak, and that's the nasty key for a receiver is getting that yak. Yeah, man. But oh, you, for people who don't know yards after catch, what yak means? Give him nine million, he'll do it. Give him nine million a year, he'll do it. We need to receive in Baltimore. Come on, we got you, Anquan. <laughs> Anquan, yeah, I think he'll fit great with uh, Flacco uh, playing as well as he did last year. I think he'll fit great in Baltimore. I would hate to see him leave, but in football, man, you got to go get yours because you always a play away from not playing again. And the way he plays, he plays physical style of football. It's almost like a, he's a, re- a receiver in a linebacker body. No, but not only that, man, he also, he actually you actually saw that, you know, you one play away. He could have been one play away from anything last season. Yeah, he, most um, most he was in Detroit and um the Jets game in the Jets game. Yeah, and so and, you know you you have to understand where he's coming from, and no one's knocking what he's saying. And I like his attitude about it. You know, after that happened, man, he said he wasn't he wasn't you know talking crazy about the guy who did it, the, the uh, safety that did it for the Jets. Mm-hmm. No. He was like, man, that's part of the football. That's what's going to happen. That's why this guy is so hard-nosed, man. He said, this is the game. This is the game we chose to play, that we're allowed to play, that we've been blessed to play. He said, that is football. So he was that's ready it. to play a week later after he did his face, got the surgery all in his face, the plates the and everything. The bad thing about Anquan is if Anquan could have laid somebody out like that when he just played safety, mm-hmm. he wouldn't do it too. Yeah, I'm. A, yeah, and 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 again, that's the kind of that's the kind of person you want. You you want a, a a tough-minded offensive guy, right? You want that kind of mentality over there. You know, it's like when um, a while ago when I was when I was a head coach in Sioux City, Iowa. Uh-huh. You know, the media asked me, you know, what do you think about the, the spot uh, the championship this season? I said, well, as far as I'm concerned, anybody wants to win the championship, they got to come through Sioux City. And that was your team, right? Right, that's my team. You got to come through Sioux City if you want to win the championship. That's how you should be thinking. What's wrong with that? Or you just Nothing saying, oh, tough mind. The, the owner of the team didn't like me saying that. Why? Because I guess he's, they were used to, to people being passive and saying what other people want to say. That's not me. And Anquan has that mentality. He's going to come in and give you 210% every mm-hmm. play. If he's blocking, if he's a decoy, if you're giving him a, a reverse or right. whatever the situation is, he's going to play football. And I can guarantee you if a defensive back had intercepted the ball, and Anquan had opportunity to lay him out, he would. Yeah, he's going to take a shot on him. It's football, man. It's aggressive no sport. questions asked. There you go. So, you know, Anquan is the epitome of a football player. Right. He he plays the game how you want to go, how you want the game to be played. He's, right. he's, not, he's the reason why you go buy like tickets. Brought up. Right. He's the reason why you go buy season tickets. He's that guy. Uh, you know, as 
as a few other guys on that team are, but he's the reason why you buy season tickets. He's the reason why you buy that 81 jersey. Now, I almost forgot who wore 81, but the guy who wore it before him was Frank Sanders, who's a pretty good player. Two different guys, but he got the job done. Yes. But he's no, the Frank, reason why Frank you do that. Frank was a beast now. The 81, you know, one thing I can say about Arizona Cardinals, that, that number 81, you know, wasn't, uh, no no little punks wore that number. Yeah, uh, what's him call it? Uh, before him, number 81 was, um, I played golf with this guy a few times. Well, I used to a long time ago. But um, Roy, Roy um, Green. Roy Green, yeah. Roy Green. Roy Green. So that 81, oh, yeah. some players wore that jersey. Yeah, ballers. Some players. Well, you know, again, it's, again, you just got to take care of Anquan. If Anquan don't want to be there, man, come on, man. Come on and be more angry. But I think, he, I think he does. I think he wants to be at Arizona Cardinals. I don't think he wants to be there for $2 million a year. No, he wants to be there. For not, when, uh, not when uh, Fitz is over there making, what is it, $8, 9000000 million a year over there? It's ridiculous. But, again, you know, Fitz. That's why I think everything is timing, man. It's, it, it's, timing, when you, it's timing when you come out. It's timing when your, your contract is up. Because sometimes, like basketball, they just don't have the money this year. I don't know if they're going to have it next year. Oh, no, next year they will have some money. So a lot of free agents coming out this year can't go elsewhere and get better numbers. You might as well stay with the team you, uh, you're you on. So I think okay. so it's timing. So it's when you come out. Um, also, it's how you promote it. It's how, as the players, how you promote what's, uh, you know, the show. Uh, not just the show, but how you want your money. You come out being disruptive. You come out being flamboyant. Just wait your turn. I, we didn't hear anything from Adrian Wilson. Uh, when his contract and he was on, he was going to his last year of his deal. We didn't hear anything from him, so he ends up getting signed a five. And I'm not, I'm not saying shut up and be quiet. I'm saying you should make that noise. But for the most part, your play should speak louder than your words. For me, I'm, I'm, I'm always, I always been this guy. Your actions have to match your words. Don't come doing a lot of talking, man. And we, we talked about a lot of this back home, man. Don't, a, lot of guys, a lot of guys back home, we don't do a lot of talking. But if you're going to do that, you, your actions better match your words. Oh, it's like, like I tell people, life too short for long conversation. Right, I ain't got time for all that nonsense. Yeah, man, go on and get out of here. Put up a shut up. I'm not. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. He, um, Connors do the right thing. That's why uh, earlier when we got into this, I said they would win the West if they can keep those guys. Now, if Anquan was the leader to go to Baltimore, which – uh, early in the free agency, uh, right after the season, that was a conversation. I'm, I won't be too mad at him. I love to see him here. I love to see the guy. I would love to see a f- guy finally retire here that I know, or like Adrian. I like to see a guy who retires as a Cardinal instead of going somewhere else to play. And then when he does retire, he say, "Well, I'm gonna retire as a Cardinal." Right. I would love to see that man. Play, play day one. Play first down and last down with the Arizona Cardinals. Right. 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 You're right. Man, the show going by so fast. We got about a minute left. So, what, what, what you got going on? You want to say anything? Oh, I got much going on. I'm just getting ready. I'm going to Baltimore this weekend as a Caribbean wine festival up there. I think Robin. Why everything you do got the alcohol to do with it? Well, my cousin's in town, so we're going. She lives in Baltimore, so I'm going to hang out with her. And she says about the Caribbean wine festival. So I'm, I'm not a wine drinker, so I'm not going to drink any wine. I'm sure. just going to be there, look at everybody else drink wine, and watch Robin Thicke perform. That's all I'm doing. And you're not going to be drinking? No, I don't drink wine. Man, let me thank uh, Ruben Colon for for putting the good music together. Coach B, as always. Hey, you can, you can check us out on um, iTunes, man. Quamalas of Sport Talk. Go ahead, iTunes. free podcast. Subscribe. That's too bad that the show is almost over, man. Well, not man, almost. We here. Don't feel like it. Yeah, the show is over, man. I didn't hear the pots and pan, your mom cooking, you doing the secretary work over there. 
Hey, this is Kwame Lasso Sports Talk on Voice America Sports Network. We see you guys next week. What you got going on, folks? All right, man. We out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.